Jump into the leadership game. Rise to the challenge and apply to become a DKM first-timer or a J.P. Morgan Chase Fellow. This is an exciting experience that will take your leadership skills to a new level. You'll learn from ACB passionate leaders and mentors. You continue your leadership journey. Don't delay. Apply today. For more information, please visit https slash slash www.acb.org slash 2023 first timers or contact Kenneth Simeon Sr. at simeon.k at outlook.com. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. And hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Main Menu for, um, where are we, March 29, 2023. Larry Gassman here, along with uh, one of our guests, Brad Snyder, and we are waiting anxiously for uh, Jeff Bishop and John Gassman to appear. They're not here yet. John is on his way home from work, and Jeff is in a work meeting. And eventually, they'll be here. But uh, tonight, we're going to talk about uh, CSUN. Some of us were there, some not. But we're going to do something. We're going to talk about it. We're going to answer your questions. We are also going to play a few audio clips as well. And a special note for those of you who are listening uh, through Clubhouse and or uh, ACB Media One, uh, or for that matter, here in the Zoom room with us, it's a it's a truncated version of Main Menu this evening. Uh, it is going to go ninety minutes, so nine thirty Eastern, six thirty Pacific will be at its end time, and then we'll be back next month, and we'll talk more about that later. Uh, we'll also probably be talking to some degree about what the Information Access Committee is doing. Uh, we're pretty much squared away as to what's going on for our convention coming up in Schaumburg, Illinois. So that should be fun as well. Uh, Our thanks uh, to Nancy, who is actually our host this evening, and Herbie is over in Clubhouse. And I am here streaming and also helping to moderate and actually doing the moderating for the time being until Jeff gets here and John. Uh, So let's bring in our first guest. In fact, he's our only guest thus far. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about CSUN. So, Brad Snyder, I don't think you've ever been on Main Menu before, but you're not you're not a stranger to the community because you host and you're just now beginning to stream a little bit. So you you know your way around the block a little bit as far as community is concerned. But welcome to Main Menu. Thank you, Larry. It's good to be here. So this was not your first CSUN, was it? How many have you been to? I think my first one was 2018, the last one that was in San Diego. And I've been to everyone that's been in Anaheim, including the pre-pandemic 2020 and the sort of post-pandemic 2022. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was like before the pandemic and what it's like in 
now that we're recovering from the pandemic, which is good to see. It's interesting because before the pandemic, we had a lot of people there. I mean, it was full. Um, and and this is, we're now at the Anaheim Marriott. Um, and we had been in San Diego and also L.A. before that. And then the pandemic hit, and um, we did one as the pandemic had hit, just, just after it hit. And it was like a ghost as town. it was hitting. Yeah, it was like a ghost town, literally. Yeah, I mean, there was, was nobody was. there. Lots of people didn't show, obviously. And then uh, last year we got back and attendance was down. Uh, I've heard as, numbers as much as 40 to 45%. And then this year, I figured maybe 60% would come, 65 But we're hearing now that numbers were around 85% of the numbers. So, so we're almost back to normal. It's 85%. It was bigger before the pandemic, but we're getting very close to getting back to what we once had. And you could tell because the uh, exhibit halls were full. Mm-hmm. Very full, and we re- it rained a lot here, so a lot of stuff was indoors, and that was really full. That's another story, uh, but it worked out pretty well, and it was a good season with a lot of things happening. Um, and we'll talk about some of those when John gets back. We'll play some stuff as well. We have a little bit of audio, but the number one topic, as I mentioned uh, on Tech Talk, I think by far was AI. It it Absolutely. it was incredible, was and everybody was trying to push AI into his or her application. Uh, pretty much. Not not in all cases, but in most cases, AI is a part of most everything that's coming forth uh, in the future. Just a fascinating thing, and it's so new to so many of us. We're still learning as we go, and it continues to grow and evolve. So, let's talk a little bit about what you were interested in and what you actually got a chance to see at CSUN. Well, I like to go, you know, uh, go, go to sessions. From, yep. um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I look through the thing in advance and every day I like to go see some of the sessions from the biggies. It was good to see uh, Google, uh, Amazon uh, back again, still no Microsoft. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. I know they've been going through some downsizing. Or yes, support, and more like coming, it. I guess. So maybe that had yeah. something to do with that. Hopefully they haven't realized that they can live without CSUN because <laughs> it was always good to go to their sessions and see their booth and stuff. But, um, you know, I, I go to some sessions. I took a, a pre- uh, where I took a preset workshop, whatever they call it. Um, what is that? Yeah, workshop. talk about that a little bit because most of us just go to the to the events, you know, inside the various plateau rooms. But there are workshops right. before we even get there. What are those about? Well, the one I did this time was on um, PDF accessibility. Uh, was done by uh, Dax Castro. He and his um, partner have a accessibility pdf accessibility uh consulting firm um i'm sorry i don't remember his partner's name um but anyway they had a um um they did an all-day session you pay extra for those and i've you know sometimes they're sometimes they're worth it and sometimes it's you know okay this one was real good he had a lot of materials that he provided us in Dropbox. He went over a lot of stuff. I will say it was aimed primarily at non-screen reader users who work in a corporate environment and need to know about screen readers. But um, I still got, you know, 
I got my money's worth out of it, uh, made some connections and uh, networking at those things. Last year, I went to one that was on just uh, web accessibility testing using uh, Google Chrome. And there's some built-in features in the, the developer menu of Google Chrome. So anyway, uh, I've gone to a few of these over the years. 2020, I was early because I was taking an AT application certificate program class through uh, CSUN, Cal State University, Northridge. And when you take it in the spring, they have you come to pre-CSUN for in-person sessions instead of all of it being on Zoom. So, and that was in 2020 when, like I said, we got there early, a few days before and the hotel was a ghost town. The restaurants, the little shop wasn't open except for a couple hours during lunch. It was really strange. But, um, you know, take it as you may. Some of those are, are, are pretty good. Some of them, like I said, are so-so. Um, I like going to the exhibit hall. The exhibit hall is where the the vendors, um, you know, debut a lot of stuff. Um, as you know, Orbit Research was debuting their, what is it, Optimum laptop? Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it was a prototype. Uh, it was pretty cool. I was mm-hmm. also able to get my hands on the... Um, new hymns sense player as well as the new victor reader stream three the victor reader uh, stream three is out the this the hymns player was supposed to be out this summer but it's actually out already isn't it is it okay I it's know. it's well almost i mean it's it's closer to that at least they're talking about it now and we'll have them on uh here fairly shortly so i mean it's it's out i believe it's 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 about to be out which it's is cool. It's good to get your hands on these devices. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not a Braille user, but there are a number of Braille devices that, you know, APH and some of the others mm-hmm. uh, always, this is where they debut. I remember in 2020, they were debuting the, um, um, was it the Chameleon? Uh, and Yes. The, um, and the other one, I'm sorry. Help me out. The My brain isn't working. I know. I, I know what it is, and it's right here on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, yeah, see, it's, it's right there. It's a big one or the small one. Yeah, and I can't. The mantis. The mantis Thank you. The there one. it is. It fell off yes. right into your right and into I was your hand. Able to, you know, check those out. They were pretty neat, um, and they, of course, are very popular ever since they were debuted. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to see. Um, you know, this is where CSUN is not just uh, blindness oriented. It's no. all kinds of of uh, disabilities. Uh, there are people there who present academic papers as well as uh, all kinds of present presentations. Um, uh, Apple does not usually appear at CSUN in a corporate sense, but from time to time you will see somebody doing a presentation on mm-hmm. Apple. I know there were four sessions I saw. I was able to go to two of them. The one I really wanted to go to was on uh AI at Apple. And of course, as we've already mentioned, AI was the big thing. And I arrived about five, six minutes before and was told the room was already full. You know, fire marshal limits how many people can go in these things. And I couldn't believe it. It was already packed very, you know, ahead of time. And there was another one um, just right before that one, accessibility at Apple. And that one was also full. The one I did attend had to do with uh, uh, voiceover on the Mac 
And it was kind of introducing it to people who maybe weren't as familiar with it. It talked about what to do when you find bugs, how to report bugs using screen recording, some things like that. And then there was another one that had to do with uh, uh, voiceover and, um, um, you know, speak selection, um, the speech features on the uh, iOS devices. Again, mm-hmm. those are kind of aimed at people who maybe we're not familiar with them. Certainly not everyday users like many of us are here are. The exhibit but halls were f- pretty cool. Were full. Um, they we, were. We got a chance to go in as attendees of the conference because we weren't presenting, of course, but we were actually watching a lot of the different presentations. So they opened the room early on a Tuesday for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And we got a chance to see many things that in ordinary years would probably have been the hit of the conference. AI scooped everybody by far. But but humanware had... Now, another thing I didn't know is that all of these groups no longer are able to sell their items directly at the conference. Right. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, so human, Were they ever? Uh, I thought so. I'll have to ask about that because it's been a long time. Okay, maybe so. Yeah, but like for instance, Humanware had the Victor Reader stream and it just got released. It was big it. and a lot of people mm-hmm. came by. You know, you could buy it, but they wouldn't be able to just give it to you to take home. Um, mm-hmm. And one of our friends was not happy about that because he's he lives in Australia and it's a lot easier for him to take things home rather than to have them shipped home. Yep, but that's the way it goes and that's what they decided that they were going to do. Anyway, the, but the Victory to Stream was a hit, and a lot of people uh, came by the booth to see it and touch it and uh, examine it, especially if they didn't know anything about it. So that worked for them. Uh, we talked a lot about the player uh, for Orbit Research that uh, Adi Kushner and his company are working with, along with Thinkative Sherry and others. That won't be out for another year or so. Uh, lots of work to do. We saw prototypes. And um, we're hoping that maybe later on this year we can begin beta testing it. We'll see if that works. Um, a lot of networking was also done at these conventions as well. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I didn't get a chance to see everything at Hims. Uh, John did, and we're going to have them on Tech Talk here in a few weeks. And uh, that'll be on ACB Radio as well. And there's some other things that we're working through as well uh, to get to both Tech Talk and also main menu, we want to get the people from Be My Eyes, and um, we'll, we're working on that now. I don't know if that'll be next month. Well, I'm not going to say until we actually have it confirmed. But that's one of the things we want to do because they are in partnerships with several groups, including Ira uh, and others. And uh, so we we haven't had them with us, especially on main menu, in a very long time. So we're hoping that that does happen. Anyway, with all the networking going on and all of the people there, it was a fascinating and a very quick-paced convention. It really was. And uh, it went, for the most part, from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in terms of presentations. Uh, Lots of people locally came in uh, from Braille Institute here locally. Um, And there were also parties and things like that in the evening. So it's great, especially if you know people and have been since the 90s like I have or since when Brad started coming you begin to know people and you begin to see people and you put uh, little little things together where you meet at such and such a place at such and such a time 
and you text and then you get a chance to see people. And that's, for me, that's one of the highlights of CSUN. It really is. So well, it certainly was, it certainly was nice to have that, um, that vibe back. That yeah. Full crowd. You know, it was whatever. back, wasn't it? Do you think it was well, fully it really back? Was. Yeah, I, I mean, think it was. If you hadn't told me at 85, I would have said attendance was, um, it seemed like it was 2019 attendance level. And it really was pretty close, but you know, the first year at, at, at the Anaheim after attending it in San Diego, which was a much bigger venue. Oh, it was huge. Out, it seemed very crowded. Uh, at first year, and uh, I will say it wasn't quite like that, but it was close. Yeah, uh, San Diego was great, but that hotel was so spread out and very, very difficult to move around in. Uh, John and I used Ira and Good Maps for CSUN in Anaheim, mm-hmm. and there were a few issues with regard to links and things that were broken with Good Maps that. Uh, Oh, I think John just walked in, and Jeff just joined us as well. So we're almost at full strength. Um, but so there were a few links that were broken with Good Maps, uh, and they got some of that fixed. So it was a little difficult for people who needed help to find help, uh, and half the time was taken connecting. Uh, plus, it was very difficult to hear as well because it was so full. Mm-hmm. Lots of people everywhere. But, I mean, it wasn't a problem. It was just inconvenient and sometimes a little frustrating. But, uh, so I I have a couple things to play. I'm thinking, though, that I might wait just a few more minutes uh, until um, John and, and Jeff actually get into the room. And then we'll also take your questions as well or comments. So, uh, Nancy, we got to put you to work. We can't just have you just sitting there not talking. So we'll get <laughs> so we'll get to that here soon. John, your computer is on. Yeah, I know. Imagine okay. that. What? That John's computer is on? Yeah, I know. Uh, He's actually somewhat prepared. Right? I actually, I actually went over evening, there to ch- I, Good evening, Jeff. Sorry uh, I'm late. I yeah, work was work was uh impeding on main menu yeah. live, and I'm sorry for that, everybody. I I went over there One to turn his, turn John's avoid. computer on and it was already on. I thought, well, that was smart. Somebody was thinking ahead. Yeah. There so you go. yeah. So we talked a little bit about CSUN and 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 the the differences between uh, earlier CSUNs around pandemic and now. Mm-hmm. We talked about some of the things that we saw. We have some audio clips to play. We talked about the fact that AI is. And was the everywhere. hit of the, everywhere, and it still is. And uh, you know that because any lists that you're on, email lists, AI is a very big part of any of those lists. Yeah, just so, keeps going yeah, and going it, and going. It does, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Brad talked about uh, some of this stuff, and so did I. We've got some audio things to play. We'll take your questions. I did mention that we're 90 minutes tonight. Uh, and that may I have a couple contacts, by the way, for be my eyes that I forgot about. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. We're so, gonna try. We're gonna try to get them on in uh, April. Yeah, is the plan. And we'll see uh, how successful we are on that. But uh, so when I get back from CCB, I'll work on that next yeah, that to be, next week, and we'll a, see what we can do. That would be amazing. Yeah. 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 So, Brad, real quick, I, I and I'm sorry for for repeating a little bit here, but but what was the you know, what was your top thing that you took away that's sort of unique that you think from your perspective that you took away from CSUN? Two things, as I've already mentioned, the the, the crowd was back. 
And um, the big thing is, as we've mentioned repeatedly, AI, AI was everywhere. You know, yeah. there were demos. The Envision people were demoing the soon to be released AI component of the uh, glasses software. Mm-hmm. And of course, the big buzz was uh, the AI chat GPT component that's coming to the Be My Eyes app, which uh, we have, we've already mentioned that is soon going into, I believe it is in beta. So uh, I don't think it's it in public everywhere. beta yet, right? I think it's, no, in, it's, I, it's still private. Beta, I believe. Yeah. 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 But you know, there were many, many sessions um on on AI in different mm-hmm. things. You know, the Google people have their bard. The uh I you know, Microsoft wasn't there, but there was talk about the the Microsoft uh the Bing uh has chat GPT component to it now. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, you know, it's quite exciting. It's hard to say where this is all going to go. It's exciting. It's also a little creepy. So we'll see how it all settles out. It's funny. Everybody talked about that and they talked about both extremes. Uh, they were excited because it's unlimited in terms of what can be done, but there's always that unknown feeling when you talk about uh, AI because it could be used correctly and then again unfortunately it could be used badly by people and 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 we're all a little worried about that because we don't know its full potential and we don't know exactly what the uses could be so that was talked about a lot at the convention and everybody who who spoke and presented brought that up as well that you know we're in uncharted territory here so Will it be regulated? Maybe. We talked about that on Tuesday Topics a couple of months ago. There's still It's still way up in the air in terms of what we can expect fully from AI. I mean, if you look at Eleven Labs, for example, mm-hmm. uh, the, the voices, of course, that everyone's playing with, and you know, we've had we've had people from Un, Unmute uh, using it on their yeah. podcast feed, and for, for some of the the tech talk reviews and things mm-hmm. that they're doing on, they've done that on Thursday once in a while. Um, you know, that, that, that is an amazing technology in that you could, you could potentially give someone a voice or, or allow someone to continue to use their natural voice. If they, you know, for example, come down with something where they lose their voice. Right. 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 Um, which, which is amazing, which is just <laughs> incredibly amazing. And, and that's the positive nature of it. Yeah. Then the negative nature of course is that, and, and with our community, it scares me because you've always got these people that are the rogue people out there who mm-hmm. you just never know where things are going to end up. And we all are, you know, very much audio nuts around here of, of misusing or abusing um, the privilege of, of someone's human voice through artificial intelligence. And that, and that, that scares, that scares the daylights out of me uh, because you could, you could literally destroy someone's career Um doing that and it, yeah uh, it's so, already so been with, done so with uh with great reward comes great responsibility absolutely right? yeah. and so i think whether we're talking about a text-based platform for things like chat gpt or we're talking about voices with 11 labs uh and and be, be, you know people being able to convert their voice into an a, you know an ai generated voice model um I th- we're we're really really early days. I I, I mentioned this uh, when I was doing some some interviews for a, a podcast, which we're going to have to do again. 
<laughs> Gotta love video, man. Um, and, you know, I, I told them, I, they said, well, you know, we're just at the beginning or kind of like at the 1.0 stage of, of AI. And, and I said, you know, I think you got the numbers wrong. I do too. And uh, he said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, I think it's more like 0.1. And, uh, you know, meaning that we're just at the dawn of yeah. this technology. We're not that far to be at 1.0. Not no, we're not close. that far. No, no, no I, I don't, I would not classify what we have today. Yes, it's brilliant. I mean, look at what chat GPT can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can, you can truly just do some amazing things with that technology and, and just watch the be my eyes video content yes. that's up right now with yeah. Lucy. Right. Yep. Uh, it's just incredibly amazing what, what that, what that's going to do, but it has to be proven. I mean, just because it, it can be, it can do that in one single circumstance does not mean that it's going to be, you know, uh, reliable. And this is why if you, if you listen to, and we'll, we'll talk to them about this when we hopefully get them on in April, this is why it's so critically important that they do take the time. And I truly hope that they are. And it sounds like they are, are taking the time to, to truly analyze, um, using data, the, the, the outcomes that users will, you know, get based on this technology, because boy, oh boy, uh, people will start to utilize it. And if it's wrong, because remember, it's just a computer, um, that could be, that could be frightening too. So I think we're, I think we're in for, for some, you know, I think, I think Bill Gates said it right, that, that the computing industry right now is at, at the same stage as it was when we went from DOS based to graphical user interfaces. Uh, this is that impactful. Wow. And we'll just have to see where we see go. See what here. happens. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be interesting. Yep. So, John's here. John is here. John, welcome. Welcome, John. Uh, we don't hear you, John. Is that intentional, John? No, I forgot that I had to unmute myself. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you got muzzled by the great Disney. I thought it was kind oh, of... No. <laughs> so, nope, not yet. Were you listening to us not on yet. the way home? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Close. Close. Were, you, were you listening yes. to us on the way home? No. Okay. No, I, I was that's talking that's to a good idea. You can only tolerate so much driver. of us, right? Is that, is that yeah. how that works, John? Were you yeah, talking, talking to a Lyft driver, driver about yeah. about AI? Yeah. Yeah? Huh. No. Oh. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> He's so, talking about where he's going to get his next bottle of wine, right? Yeah, probably John? so. No, he got it this morning. They, they, they got it this they, morning. They delivered. <laughs> yeah, they, they delivered. They delivered. <laughs> okay, well, that's very good. Jeez, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man! So, what have you got to contribute as it relates to CSUN, John? Well, I don't know what you guys have talked about. Well, so you far. just just mentioned something, and I'll tell you to shut up if we already right, talked about you, it. Have you talked about the Optima yet? Only a little. Yeah. Why don't you dive deeper into that? Do you I'm want? Do you want? To, I'm interested in Brad's opinion on this too. Did you get to see it, Brad? Real quick, first. I did not get my hands on it. Again, I'm not a Braille user, so uh, uh-huh. but I've heard a lot about it. And but you I don't have to be a Braille user. Had an really extensive. Oh, it was interview. great. Yeah, he did. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was an hour, about an hour long. It was. Extra. It was. Yeah, I think it was sixty-nine minutes or some crazy mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that, I mean the Optima for those who don't know, it literally, this is this is how I summarize it very quickly, and and they won't use this terminology. Well, they when they, they describe it. No, but it's everything that the L Braille should have been. 
um, the LBRL is a Windows 10 slash now 11 machine, uh, but it's a note taker uh, with Braille display. It's a computer. This that our research has created. Yeah, it's a computer. Is is a Windows 11 computer. It's a laptop with Braille, but it it's configurable from the time you purchase it and even after you purchase it, you can upgrade to the latest models. And Adi uh, Kushner, who did the the a lot of the work on the Elbrail uh, left Alita because there were some differences of opinion in terms of how things should be done, and they went off and did it their way. And uh, anyway, they fell short in terms of what he wanted it to be. So he has now formed his own company and is working with Orbit Research to create this brand new laptop with Braille that's scheduled to be released next year. Uh, around March or so. And they they brought it out at CSUN because they wanted feedback. And they really want people to take a look at it and, create, and, and offer suggestions so that when they do release it, it can be as uh, more, much as, it can be exactly what people want from the very beginning. Um, and it will, uh, it'll have uh, narrator, of course, and NVDA because those are free screen readers. But it'll also support JAWS and Supernova for those who want to do those. Uh, and it literally is going to be the top, you know, the top of the line in terms of specs and so forth that uh, that is available. And when the top of the line is no longer the top of the line, you could. Uh, send it into a service center here in the United States, for example, and get it updated. And you just would pay the difference. So um, people have said, well, why can't we just buy a laptop and put JAWS on it and be done with it? And our Braille display, and you could do it that way. Uh, but they are offering to have it all in one, you know, one type, one box. Now, when I saw it at CSUN, I was very impressed. Um it really is well thought out and well done. They will be making it available for people to see uh, during the summer shows. And so if you have an opportunity during the summer shows, it's well worth taking a look at. Uh, I recorded, I don't know if we want to bother with it, but I did record about 10 minutes with them as they kind of described what was going on. So that was the that was the one of the big items in this year's CSUN because I, I don't think we've heard that completely. Can we play that, John? We can. Um, let's see. Here we go. I'll just I'll go ahead and play this and and, uh, and there's a little bit of noise because we're out there in the booth. It's it, it'll the, tell you how crowded it was. There were quite yeah. a few people there. What they say was eighty five percent of the normal crowd. Yeah. So it's yeah. coming back. So this is, is this Venkatesh, Sherry? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Who was talking to you? Or, or us, yes, actually, is. yeah. Both okay. of us, yeah. Okay. So we'll play that right now, and then we'll be back. It's it about some three pounds, uh -huh. and uh, it's basically the width of a 13-inch laptop. It's got a full-size QWERTY keyboard, mm -hmm. and it uh, has... 
has 40 braille cells, personal routing buttons, and it is, the, the big deal is that it's completely configurable before you buy it and after you buy it. So you, can, you can take your pick of uh, what kind of processor you want from all the latest generation processors from Intel, um, you know, i5, i7, we don't do it i3 because, you know, it's in a different, different range, but um, your choice of memory, from starting from 8 gigabytes all the way to 64, SSD from 256 gigabytes to 2 terabytes and beyond, and these are standard modules, there's not, nothing proprietary about it, standard modules that you can purchase if you like just from the market, and you know, to do the upgrade after purchase, you, you need to send it in to us, to a service center, and then we'll plug it in and send it back to, we'll probably have a flat rate to just do the service. Sure. Sure. We haven't decided what it will be yet, but it will be nominal. And um, you, have, you get a choice, of course, so you can choose between um, uh, USB-C, USB-A, HDMI, uh, an SD card slot, and you can choose up to four different ports. So it's a 40 cell Braille display. 40 cell Braille display. And you get a choice of Braille, so it's got our Braille, which is Braille, which is, you know, yeah, it's fine quality. It's similar to what we're used to with the Focus. Uh, Very similar. The, the Focus has piezo Braille. Our Braille is a lot more crisp. So here, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let, you, I'll let you feel it too loud. This is, the, this is the... Or is it built in? It, it's, it's bit built into the Note Okay. Yeah, so that's that's the Braille line. Right. Let, me, let me try to bring you something more. I think it might be... Uh, uh, this one might be out of power. If you move your fingers a little bit more to the to the left, yeah. Okay, okay. So this is running NVDA. Yeah, it's running NVDA. Uh, so we will preload it with NVDA. It'll it'll run NVDA out of the box. But you can load JAWS. This is what we would do. The best way to think about it is as a regular laptop computer, right? But with the configurability of a desktop, right? If you were to build your own desktop, you could build it with whatever you want, and that's the same that you can do with this. And uh, so we'll uh, we'll have a choice of our Braille and piezo, so the traditional piezo, because uh, the traditional piezo is is a little bit quieter, and so for people who are in recording studios, they might prefer the piezo. Yeah, yeah. So you would hear the pins and you would hear them. Oh, these aren't pins, are right? Are they? No, these are so, you know, you can hear the slight slight refresh sound. That's that's what you will hear on our, in our cells. Right. But uh, with the PSO, of course, it's quieter, but it's not as rigid. So, you know, the, the feeling is not as, I see. as good. So there's a trade-off. Also, yeah. PSO will be more expensive. Right, right. Our, our rail is more affordable. Mm -hmm. Is it? Okay, yeah. Yes. And this so has got, it's, it's a, a much wooden, smaller unit. It's a wooden yeah. case. Right? Is that no, no, this is this is uh, high-impact plastic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It feels like a wooden texture. Oh, that is a texture. I'll show you another texture. So we, we are we're still testing the uh, the um, smoothness and the finish and all of those things. And the keyboard will be a little bit better than this here. You know, you... you okay. No, no. Like also, dots are very faint. They're very faint. Yes, that'll be definitely changed. Yes, this is a it's a fully functional prototype. And it sounds to me, and I don't know who knows, in this room, you never know, but it sounds like actually the NVDA voice is coming from the bottom. It's coming from the sides. Yes, it is. Yes, it's hard to tell. It is hard to tell. They're very small. Yeah, so there are two USB Cs and one USB A on this unit and an HDMI. 
Yeah, I think you might have turned it off. There's a, the power switch is kind of uh, not recessed enough on this, so it, that's why it does that, but I'll turn it back on. Is this eventually going to be in a case or just as is? Uh, it'll be as is, but it will, you know, we'll have various carrying cases for it. Uh-huh. So it's sort of like a laptop, right? You know, we'll, we'll, right. You know, so he turned it on. So am I hearing the Braille display? That's a blinking cursor on the Braille display. Okay. Yeah. So you can actually type now. So if you yeah, you can hear it. Yeah. Bouncing up and down. Yeah, in a studio, like yeah, we, we would hear that. I'm yeah. So that's where you probably want either to turn the cursor blinking off, which you can right. set in NVDA or JAWS, right? Yeah. Or you would uh, use the piezo. Okay. Okay. Now the PS also makes a sound, but it's much fainter. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you considered price points at all yet, or is it too early? It's it's a little bit early, mainly because of two reasons. You know, one, you know, the, the supply chain situation is so sure. ridiculous yeah. these days that things change literally every day. Uh, for um, electronic components and things like that. And the other thing is that uh, we, um, because this will be a configurable laptop, it will actually have a range of prices, right? So if you buy the minimum configuration versus the maximum configuration, there'll be probably a thousand, two thousand dollar range difference. So, but but that said, it'll be more affordable than today's note takers. Yeah. Right. That's for right. sure. Yeah. And offer you a lot more. Right. Wow. And it's it's future proof. Right. So two years from now, let's say you you want the 14th generation Intel processor, you simply drop in the new processor, and you know you pay whatever you know 500 bucks for the new processor or motherboard, and, and you're done. Some of us have been stung by stuff that has happened with note takers in the past. Mm-hmm. What's to say? Stunned in a pleasant way? No, no. Really. <laughs> not at all. You mean like with a stun gun? They're out of business or they're not, they're not actually doing a lot of stuff. Right, right. right. So I'm curious as to what makes it work for you guys so that you can continue on and not give customers that disappointing experience. So the, uh, that's a great question. So the, the, real, the real difference is that we are not trying to create a unique special purpose device. Right? We're not trying to create a custom device. We are, we are just, this is a standard laptop. We have integrated it really nicely. We've engineered it so that it integrates well with the, with Braille, with the, with the Braille display from a hardware perspective. And everything else is standard about it, right? The operating system is standard. You're not logged into Keysoft or you know something specialized like that that you have to wait for the vendor to send out software updates, you know, which may happen once in a year or never. So here, you know, you get whatever Microsoft makes available, and you know, just like you would expect from a mainstream device. So this is intended to be a mainstream device that offers you Braille. That's all. You know, so that's really what what I think the difference is. You know, uh, we're not trying to do any heavy lifting here. We're not trying to create our own web browser. I mean, that's that's a suicidal uh, yes. <laughs> effort. So. so really, it's a it's a Windows 10 computer. It's a Windows. Exactly, it's a Windows 11, 11. laptop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and one that is continually upgradable. Right. right. There's nothing yeah. that prevents you from upgrading it. Our reputation is, you know, for affordable. Uh, 
of devices. You know, all of all of our products offer full uh, upgradeability. Mm-hmm. So every day is preloaded. So we don't use right. JAWS. We just go download just JAWS. Download JAWS. JAWS. Serial numbers. Exactly. It still works. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So again, no difference from Windows um, 11 computer. Yeah. Exactly. No difference from your normal computer. I like this. HDMI port, so you can plug in. Yeah, and we will have our own uh, simple shell software as an option. So it will give you a simple menu. So for like young students who are not familiar with Windows yet, right? And you know, a teacher doesn't want them to kind of become scared. So simple user interface, which will offer a book reader, a simple Braille editor, calculator, just a couple of functions. But you can immediately exit from that. So I assume I'm correct in saying that since this is, uh, in essence, a Windows 11 computer, you can do anything that a desktop would do, including like sound editing, absolutely. You can still be able to do that. You can do video editing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a you know you can today's i7 12th generation yeah. Yeah. Uh, processors are super powerful. Yes, right? they are. Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. I mean I have I have a I have I think like a sixth generation MacBook Pro uh, you know from uh, 2016 and I do and I run Windows on it and I'm able to do video editing just fine. Wow. Yeah, because I don't have anything lower than an i7. Right. I right. really probably need i9 because that's generally for gaming. That's right. That's right. Or heavy duty. Enterprise. Yeah, I just need a lot of audio editing and stuff like that that does take up resources. Right, right, right. So an i7, that computer would do, that's a small, that's a portable computer. So that's the, uh, the recording that we did uh, in the very busy exhibit hall at CSUN. Very impressed with the unit and... Uh, They'll be showing it again at shows. And, and this is a year out, so yeah. I... A I'm, lot of things will change, sure, probably, sure. between now and, say, next March, or whenever it is that it goes oh, on sale. Oh, I think it might be March. Why not? Yeah, right Just around... Just in t- time for season. So, in terms of price points, they haven't actually come out and said, but they're guessing... You know, at the low end, three thousand. At the high end, around five, with all the extra modules. And you know, if you want to go all the way, uh, it's still less expensive than in your your standard note taker. So you know, something to consider. Um, I'm in, I'm interested, but we'll see what happens. Um, we are going to have them on the air. He, uh, Audi as well. Uh, when they get further down the line, and so uh, we can we can spend more time talking about this and other subject matter as well. So, so that was the, the, one of the major new items that uh, was discussed at CSUN. Um, I think um, Jeff mentioned uh, GTP. Uh, Envision was showing their GTP that they're working on for the glasses at the booth. And that one, let's see. I can play the demo um, where they basically, essentially it's simple right now because they took text and and asked GTP to find specific areas of it. So I don't know how valuable that's going to be, but uh, it was interesting and they are going to be working on that. Be My Eyes is working on GTP and 
there was a lot of talk, nothing official, but there's a lot of talk about uh, Be My Eyes eventually joining the Envision platform. And they haven't made it official yet, but they are talking. We do know that. So that could be something that we'll see in the in the near future. Did you mention Ira? Uh, briefly, we, we mentioned that they have a new app out, but I didn't get into a lot of detail. Right. For those who have the old app, the old legacy app, that eventually is going to be going away, and it is no longer being supported. So if you just go to the App Store or Google Play now uh, and look up Ira Explorer, you can find the brand new app. Just put in your email address or your phone number, and that will open up your account same exact account that you had with the old one. You know, I clicked on the old app when I went to call an IRA agent a couple of days ago. And I clicked on the old app just out of habit. And it brought me to the new app. Oh, and, did it really? Yeah, I did. I had to actually sign in right, and use it. And, it. and I did use the new app, but I initially had worked on going for the old app. And um, uh, I, I, so I don't know if they've actually done away with it now or not. I'm not sure. Well, last I heard they had not, but that could have changed. Yeah. Um, I went and just deleted my old app because I didn't want to get confused. Mm-hmm. And so now I just have the one app and I use it and it, it's working good. Uh, their monthly call is a big discussion of the new app, and which I haven't heard yet, but they'd had that call a few days ago. And they will also be on uh, Tech Talk next Monday, Janine will, talking about the new app. So if you haven't gone to uh, Google Play or the uh, App Store to go uh, download the new app, I would recommend you do that. Yeah, and and it'll be on, I'll put it up on ACB Media probably a week after the call actually takes place. So if you miss it Monday, you will be able to hear it in in rebroadcast form. And again, that's Ira Explorer. That's the name of the the app. What's kind of neat also is when they make a change, it automatically occurs on all platforms. So that's Ira Desktop, Ira for the Android, and Ira for the uh, iPhone. They all get the new changes right at the very same time. So that's what's happening with Ira. I did see that uh, we have an iOS update, which came out a few days ago. I haven't had a chance to go get it yet, but uh, it's available. So you may want to do that as well. Um, Why don't we take some questions and we'll come back and add more stuff. Sure, why don't we do that? Yeah, let's take a few questions if there are any. Nancy, maybe you can help us and we'll wait a few seconds for the hands to go up. Anisio. Oh, very good. You may unmute. Hi, can you hear me? We can. Hi, good good evening. Uh, My question is about the... uh, the new buzz about this um, new computer with Braille that is coming next year. I'm curious about one, what do you guys think the main difference <clears throat> it is from the L Braille? And two, I mean, why would someone not just use, wouldn't you have a lot more flexibility using something like a Mantis, for example? with a laptop, and in which case then you can choose what laptop you want to use. So you can move it from one to another. You're not limited to one device. You you certainly could do that. Uh, the 
The difference between the Optima and the Elbrel is that with the Optima, you're dealing with a company that has a track record and essentially is not going to go away tomorrow or 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 cause you know do some things that are, are that that surprise people later on. The the Alita Group uh, made the Elbrel, but they. They went off on their own and made some decisions that were not popular with people. And they don't support all the... They take a long time to get stuff done. Part of that, though, is because, you know, being in Russia, they got a lot of other things going on. And product is uh, not always being manufactured in Russia. They have to do it outside of the the country. And it's a very small company. So I I think probably changes... Going forward, are going to be are going to take quite a while. Quite so, a while. Yeah, and I have an Elbrel, but I'm you know I'm I'm going to move on because I can't guarantee that what I want it to be is actually what it will be. Unfortunately, so I took off my Focus Braille display. I hooked it up to my computer, and that's why that's how I'm using it right now. I think the the Optima gives you another option because of the. Uh, the QWERTY keyboard laptop. Uh, so it's certainly something to consider. Yeah, you could go do it with a Manus or a regular laptop if you wanted to. Um, but, you know, uh, it's certainly something that they're, they're looking into. And if you want all your, uh, you want everything in one package, that's certainly an option to, to consider. Did he and mention that it's do- that it is, do- it is docked? It is at the, the Braille moment, display. A lot of people want it. A lot of people would prefer that it, you be able to take that braille display out. Mm-hmm. So they're you know they're considering that they're looking into suggestions right now. So that may be an eventual situation that will change. I have a feeling that what we saw probably in a year won't exist. It'll have changed, especially with regard to the casing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to make a lot of changes based on feedback, and so we truly did see prototypes that I probably I think will probably be much different when that product actually releases. Have you mentioned, John, that it has no screen, no display? I did. I don't. Which think is a battery saver, and it also makes it smaller, more compact. Yeah, it does. And you could put an HDMI monitor yes. on there if you if you needed it or wanted it but you don't have or needed to. sighted assistance what i what i don't know i know that for the elbrail when we got ours um they couldn't use hdmi in the united states because the they banned what was it, the the the, the trade the commission wouldn't allow it and i don't know if that's going to be the same situation with the optima or not? I meant to. Ask, I did ask Audi, but I haven't heard back from him. Audi said on um, Jonathan Mosen's uh, the interview he did on Jonathan Mosen's podcast that it would have HDMI. So that oh, I know that, but I mean he he's talking about throughout the world in the United yeah, oh, States. Yeah, well, the Elbrel true, did true, not. True. So I don't know if that's the same situation. We'll have to ask him. I mean, you know, they got a year to to put it together, so things can change in a year. So, uh, but I'll tell you. Walking around that hotel and the exhibit hall with the Envision glasses and be my and I mean well or be my eyes or good maps was really pretty cool because you could go anywhere you wanted to go when you wanted to go and all of the all of the apps did a good job so they're improving a little every year now it wasn't free. You had to pay 
for use of, of the glasses, of course. Be My Eyes was, I mean, no, what was it? Good Maps was free because they had an arrangement with the Anaheim Marriott. I don't know what the situation will be in the summer. I'm guessing that, that um, NFB will probably have, was it Envisioned that they had last year? They had Good Maps. Or they had Good Maps last year. Yeah. So I don't know what the situation will be. We'll find out more as as uh, July draws closer. We have another hand, Nancy. Okay. Yes, we do. And it is Kim and just one. You there, Kim? Okay, there, there it is. <laughs> um, I have a question about Be My Eyes. After they make whatever changes they're making, will you still be able to call and get a volunteer? Yes. Yeah. Oh, this, is, this is an option. You know, you have your choice. You can call and get the volunteer or you can have the GTP answer your question for you based upon the information that he, she, or it has. Uh, yeah. So you, you do have a choice. Okay. That's good. I'm glad it's not going all. No, it isn't. Computer. And they are currently offering a beta program for people who want to test it, uh, the, the GTP. Yeah, and I yeah. think if you go to the app, there's a uh, a button on there where you can sign up for the beta. You know, and I meant to do that, and I got sidetracked and never did. So I don't know whether they have all the people they need or whether there's still room. But I might, uh, I might take a look at that. Mm. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. GTP is more available now because you know Bing is doing it through Microsoft and other companies are as well. So. It is the uh, it's the the new fad today. So lots of people are trying it out. You're listening to the main menu here, uh, and uh, we're going to be talking about CSUN for a little while. But I think you just we have another question. Is that correct? Yes, Travis. Travis, good evening. Question. Good evening, everybody. How are we doing? Doing pretty good, Travis. Good. Hey, so the CSUN event, I've been to one of those before, and it was a lot of I have to ask, um, was there anything from Humanware uh, products at CSUN? Well, they were showing all of their, their normal products, and of course, they had just released the Victor Reader Stream 3 mm-hmm. in the United States. Which I'm aware uh, of that. Mm-hmm. In February. Now, the rest of the world will get it in, they think, early April. So they were showing those. Now, you can't sell anything there these days it's mm. anymore. I, I think they can take pre-orders for those, for those oh. uh, items. So, yeah, um, they were showing the, the Victor stream, and uh, I've had mine since early March. So, uh, and, I'm, and I'm enjoying it a lot. But uh, they wow. had that and all the other the products that Humanware has. So okay, and then was there anything new with Apple accessibility? Because I'm an Apple diehard, like most of us are, and everything. You know, I, I think Brad saw the Apple. I I meant to do it, but there were three or four things going on at the same time as mm-hmm. the event, so I didn't get a chance to see it. But Brad, maybe maybe you can comment on Apple. Uh, well, I mean, there wasn't an Apple booth or anything like that. There was, like I said, a couple of presentations on AI and accessibility at Apple. And there was a couple other presentations that have to do with 
you know, voiceover on the Mac and uh, speech offerings on iOS. But uh, Apple itself did not have a corporate presence there, no booth, which is, you know, usual. They usually never do. So. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there wasn't really much Apple presence there. Okay, but it sounds like it was a good thing overall, the CSUN and everything. Mm, yes, it was good. good crowd. Wow. You can hear ha- that in John's recording. It sounded like a good yeah, vibe. It was, in a, the, it was a big crowd. Area. Area. You, I'm really happy it's pretty much back to normal. It's just because yeah, it I was just sorry to hear what happened in the last few years, especially when yeah. we know that was a horrible one and everything. Yeah. And next year, it'll be back at the Anaheim Marriott again uh, okay. from March 18th to the 22nd. So that means Monday the 18th, and that's the pre-conference workshops. And then the uh, the conference workshops start Tuesday. Some of their events were live streamed, and I think you can still see those on their YouTube page. Hmm. I don't know how long they keep those up there, and I forgot to go up and look. But Hmm. you can go to YouTube and and type in CSUN conference. You should find them. CSUN conference 2023. I'll have to look into that. Thank you. You're welcome. We are getting close to the top of the hour. Any other questions uh, right now? Not at this time, no. Okay. Brad, do you have any more audio, uh, John, from the conference? I I do. Let's see. I do have... uh, Do the demo. Do you want to do the demo? What do you want to do? Well, I have the GTP demo that uh, Envision did, and I also have uh, Earl Harrison describing the new sense... You know, we have not talked a lot about that. At least, uh, mm-hmm. have we? No, we've not. We haven't. We should play that. We should play that. I, mean, and I, don't, know, yeah. I don't know a lot about that. I don't either. And he's going to come on with us soon, which is yeah. good. But, John, if you if you I can... I my hand on it. It felt like a great unit. Yeah. Yeah, play the recording. That I didn't good. see it. John did, though. Yeah, let's play Obviously. it. It's can a you... very, very small unit for those who haven't seen it. So, Is it like the uh, Victor Reader stream? It's smaller. Okay. And it's got a heck of a lot more buttons on it. I was going to say, I, I heard it had more buttons, though. That's going to be does. a problem for some people. Well, I think so. I mean, for those who, who really want to control over everything, that might be the way to go. But for if you're just, if you want a player, you know, then yeah. it might not I be. I had my hand on the one with OCR, and it was larger than the stream. Oh, I didn't see like that a, one. Yeah, it felt like a TV remote. I mean, it had a lot of buttons. I think it's about a hundred bucks um, more too than the. Yes, it is. It's, I think it's seven ninety five, mm-hmm. and the one without OCR is six ninety five. It it offers more than the stream does, and it's got a right. you know it's Android based. It's it's a different device. They've always yeah, yeah. you know uh, depends on what you want. Well, let's listen to Earl. Runs about eight yeah. nine minutes, and then we'll be back. How do I want to open the file? Did I not say that? Uh, Oh, I I just I pressed N on a on a SoundForge file. That's why I didn't open. Now we'll be okay. John, yes, handing it to you. Okay. And wow, that is small. Yeah, that's square. Today, it does not have support for NLS, but it will be coming very soon. Oh, okay. Um, it does have, so it's, I'll give you a quick catch, the tour of the, the, the buttons, okay? Okay. So on the face of the device, we've got four buttons across the top. Uh-huh. They're from left to right, mode, that's the button you would use to assign um, frequently used favorite apps, 
right? Okay. To the right of that is our Wi-Fi button. Mm-hmm. To the right of that is Bluetooth. And to the right of that is something called Smart Connect. Okay. Now, beneath that, of course, you can see we've got a circle in the middle of a you know, four-way arrow system. Mm-hmm. That, down that road. Right. To the left of the, um, of the up arrow, it's the same as pressing the F1 on the Braille sensor. Yeah. It's sent to our main menu system. Okay. The one to the right of the up arrow gets into our uh, menu system for the application we're in. Mm-hmm. And then the one to the, to the left of the down arrow to the back, so you can uh, backspace kind of. Right. Thing. And the one to the right is delete. Ah, okay. Now with that, of course, we've got our 12K numbers pad. Right. On the left side, we have, um, from the bottom to the uh, top, we've got a, a, a space for an SD micro. Ah, okay. There's the down and up arrow, uh, or down and up, and that corners correspond with the button above it, which switches between voice volume, rate, pitch, main volume. Oh, okay. So above that, we have a record button. Mm-hmm. Press and hold it, and you're recording. Press and release it, you can play back the recording. And is it high? Oh, yeah. High recording no. level? I mean, which we're talking 48,000 hertz. Wow, nice. You know, nice. It, it, it's totally unnecessary, but, <laughs> but good. <laughs> Wave or MP3. Okay. And I think they have another support. They're the files. They're going to be supporting as well. But, but yes, it's a very good recorder. If you can feel on the top, the speakers on the device itself have this stereo. Uh huh. Oh, okay. And you can see the little grill at the top and the bottom. Right, right. And on either corner, I can't remember left and bottom right, they're really, they're really ingrained with the housing. Those are your stereo microphones. Oh, okay. But of course, you support all kinds of USB-C peripherals, including right. microphones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still does. We, we still like our uh, 3.5 millimeter jack for headphones. Right, right. Okay. Uh, so, we have all these different things mm-hmm. in the menus. We've got the file manager, media player, document reader, supports a number of document
my phone using the, very quickly just using the arrow keys on the uh, device. Oh, wow. And as you hear, the audio is routed to the speaker. Mm -hmm. to the, you know, right. Center player. But it, it also routes the microphone, so you can actually hold your, you know, your conversation over the sense player. So your phone could be on the charger, charging. You could be sitting in the book. You, know, you want to make a call or you want to receive a call. You can just go into Smart Connect, and now you you can just you know, use the speaker and the microphone on your, on your sense player. And if you want to be really covert and sneaky, you can even record that conversation with the recording Ah, okay. It records all the internal functions as well. Uh-huh. Wow. So, very it's nice. a really nifty device. I love it. Yeah, it is. And, and it's very easy to... You can just stick it in your pocket, you know, and, and right. go. It's almost like having a braille sensor in your pocket. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, there's no braille. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and these are, although announced this week, when are they actually going to be available? Here? We're taking orders now. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have a show special here. It's 50 bucks off of the regular price of $7.95 for the OCR version. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, six fifty for the non-OCR version. So... Right now, we do not have the um, mobile screen reader installed on it, mm -hmm. but that will be coming in the future firmware, and we're not talking additional future. We're talking probably buy some shows. Okay. And um, when that's installed, you'll be able to download the, and install right from the Bard website the, the Android version of Bard Mobile, the latest version, and run it on the Sense Player, as well as apps like Google Lookout, Ira, um, Envision AI, and use this for camera. So you'll have a handheld OCR device for a fraction of the cost of some of these things are going for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all that other function. It's, it's going to be pretty damn amazing. <laughs> now what, talk a little bit about the OCR aspect of it. So, you know, it's got a 13 megapixel camera. Our OCR app that's included, I mean, it's okay, but it's nothing great. Mm -hmm. It'll get you through in a pinch, right? Right. Identifying mail and things like that. But what I'm excited about is when we have a mobile screen reader, I can just go to download the Google Lookout app, install it, and use it. And they're way better in OCR than we are. Mm -hmm. And so it's just going to work on, the, on our device. So you'll be able to do things like, like Envision AI has a Get it to interpret your surroundings. Right. You know, you can get it to recognize money, you can get it to recognize documents, mm -hmm. texting the environment. You'll be able to do that with such I mean, yes, you can do that with your phone now, but you don't have to burn your, your phone battery doing it. Right. So that's the uh, HIMS uh, player that is, I don't think it's available in the United States yet. But they are showing it at the shows upcoming, and they expect it to be out, I believe. Well, somebody told me end of March, and then somebody else said summertime. So uh, I don't know for sure when they're going to be releasing it. I know it's already available in the UK and, and in other areas. So the HIMS page could probably tell you whether it's available in the United States or, or not. But it's another option. I mean, that's and that's good. You have that 
you have hymns, you have the Victor Stream, and you you go based upon your needs, which I think is really pretty cool. Um, let me see if I can quickly find the uh, uh, the GTP that uh, that the uh, Envision did. Um, okay, here it is right now uh, from the Envision booth. So I'm going to do a scan text first, okay. and I have a uh, document here, right. which is, you know, it could be like offer for the position of sales manager. Sure. So it takes a picture right now? Yeah. Reader, man, we were all very excited to meet and go to know you over the prep few days. We have been impressed with your background and would like to formally offer you the position of sales manager 3 saw full-time position for 40 hours a week. So right now what I can do, let's say there's a big text here. Uh, it says about something about, you know, the position of sales manager mm -hmm. and these kind of things. Uh, one thing I could ask here, because I know I know in the text there's something about annual gross salary. So right. I could ask, so I'm going to do a two-finger single tap and hold. How much is the annual gross salary? Envision is answering your question. The annual gross salary offered is $307,940. So it tells me, it looks at the text, and I can now ask questions about the text. So what I can also do, let's say this is a position um, for sales manager letter, I can also do two fingers tap and hold. Reader, please note that Acme is an at will employer. Make a summary of this text in one phrase. Envision is summarizing. So now it's going to summarize the entire page mm -hmm. and hopefully... The company is offering a full-time sales manager position with a salary of $307,940 and a target-based bonus of up to 10%. They are also offering healthcare, a corporate mobile travel expense account and 21 days of paid vacation. The position so is that is possible, so you can ask ChatGPT uh, all kinds of things about this. I'm going to swipe down. Uh, maybe another thing that I could ask is I'm going to do a How many words does this text have? Envision is answering your question. 121 words. So now I know how many words it has. So basically, this is, yeah, it's unlimited what you can do with this because uh, right now, of course, it is a demo. It is not right. out there yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but with this, you can ask all kinds of questions about any document that you take. So if it's any text that you have, you can ask it questions uh, about the text and you can yeah, basically search for things in the text as well. Well, and, and when you when you pressed and held, yeah. did you just release when you were finished talking or did it? No, so what I do, um, but that's why I'm saying it's still a demo version. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Reader. One finger swipe down again to exit. So what I did right now is when I uh, open it in the scan text in the reader, yeah, I do a two finger tap and hold, and then I'll activate the voice, uh, the, the uh -huh. uh, sorry, the uh, right. assistant, uh, the, and then uh, you can uh, say what you want to yeah, ask. 
And when you finish, does it automatically stop within a Yeah, yeah, it automatically second? understands. Oh, yeah, now he's now he didn't okay. say anything. So that's okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Now, typically, how many builds are you ahead of our release? So this is a demo. Yeah, it? so this is a demo. I think it's always very difficult to say when will this come out to the glasses. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, we have to see, do we want to bring a quite easy version? Do we want to bring, uh, do we want to like first make sure that we have tested it to people? And I think what you asked me is a really good question. Like, how do I ask these questions? Does it stop automatically, yes or not? What kind of gesture do I need to do? Mm -hmm. So I think all of that is uh, yeah, d definitely very uh, good things that we first have to test with a lot of the users that we have and say, okay, how would you want to use it and what will be the best way for you to uh, yeah, use GPT on the glasses. Mm -hmm. And is this something that will appear in the app as well or just specifically for the glasses? So I, that's also difficult to say. I would say for now maybe uh, our folks will be on the glasses, but I, yeah, I'm almost sure it will also come to the Envision app, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I'm unable to say what date that will be, whether that will be soon or not, whether we will have it both on the app and the glasses at the same time. Uh, that's for me uh, very difficult to say and yeah, I don't want to put hope on anyone's, oh, yeah. anyone yeah. as well, so yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Are you doing any kind of a, of a, a get-together for users to talk about things they'd like to see and oh, yeah, definitely, upcoming yeah. uh, features at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for cutting you off, by the way. Um, so what we do is, um, of course, we are based in the Netherlands, in The Hague. Uh, there we have uh, what we call an Envisioner's Day. This is a day where we invite uh, existing users, but also mm -hmm. users that are interested in the glasses. They come to the office and it's just a very uh, yeah, down-to-earth, very low-key event where people come together we talk about the glasses we talk about the app uh, but usually we also show very first demos there we ask them feedback and I think in general of course we do get feedback for, on whatsapp on iMessage on these kind of mm -hmm. platforms online but it's just nice and much easier to hear like in person sure what would you like to have on the glasses what do you like what do you dislike and most of these things we do on Envisioners Day which is a quarterly event we do uh, in the office in the Hague in the Netherlands now have you considered doing that here or at one of the conventions uh, definitely something we considered, um, but nothing. Uh, yeah, we don't have very something planned yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the things that we are trying to do, and what we started this year, of course, is the inclusive innovations sure. in uh, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So that is a start to yeah having a lot of people uh, work on this assistive technology. Uh, but definitely, an ambitious day in the U.S. is also something that we would strive for, and yeah, hopefully we can do it once here as well. Uh, that, would, that would be a lot of fun. I'm sure you get a lot of good reaction. I, I would love to because people. yeah, yeah, because. The one of the things why I'm also here today at CSUN is that I would love to hear about feedback about the glasses from a lot of the community and the people that's been using the glasses for a long time. Uh, so that's always very exciting to hear the different opinions, what people like, what people dislike, and yeah. So that was at the Envision booth, just, just basically just uh, demonstrating the GTP. And I think we're going to have uh, more apps and more companies getting involved here as the the months and the years move along. Uh, I also saw, but really can't comment, it's tough to describe what, I'm getting a lot of texts here, tomorrow is our CCB convention and we've got a, the tech people have a big group starting so we can all keep in contact with each other, but they come at all times of the day and night, so anyway, um, I did see the Monarch from APH and it's it's really it really allows you to feel with your fingers what images look like and and various mathematical things um 
it's still in demo, of course. It's not ready to be released yet. And the price tag is really high. I I think it's ten or 15000 now. So they're still working on it. But it was interesting to look at. And um, I don't think that's I don't think that is actually meant to be sold to users, normal users. No. I think you're going to see this go to libraries uh, and and other agencies. I think that's probably what they're thinking about. And it's not going to be released until next year. Right. Now, it, they might sell it to Jeff Bishop because he could afford it, of course, but none of us could. So is I uh, just, just checking, just to, checking see to see if he's listening. I <laughs> just <laughs> checking to see if Jeff was still out there. <laughs> yeah, we 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 said that they were going to send you a Monarch because you could afford to buy it, Jeff. I saw the Monarch, but did you? Uh, yeah, you did. Okay, I did, but uh, no, I uh, I can't afford that. Yeah, no, it's an interesting no, no, no. Concept, that's for sure. Mo- the Monarch is an amazing device. You know, yes, it's, it is. It's uh. The the braille I don't think is is, is as bright. No, you're right. Um, but you know what I think is incredible about it is the the ability of displaying graphics in a way that is that is just truly truly revolutionary. Yes. Um, some people have said that it's too small. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think you have to remember that people are going to you know pick this thing up and carry it around. Hmm. Uh, and so I, I don't know that you want to make it too, too big. So it's, it's, it's really hard to say. I, um, I, I have, I'm not sure if I understand, and maybe it's just because I have there, some things I've never seen before in terms of graphics. So I have a difficult time understanding and I'm wondering how they make that link work so that, that when you see a graphic or a map or whatever, you're seeing that, that it actually computes and, and you understand it. Yeah, I don't know that I fully understand it either, but uh-huh. it's it's uh you're you're able to, you know, tap on the tap on the display any anywhere that you want to zoom in and things. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really revolutionary device in that respect where you yeah. can truly examine, zoom in and out just like people can you know, people with vision can to be able to get more definitive, uh, you know, representation of what you're looking at. So it's uh, it's really interesting. And I know they have a, a library of accessible images that they, that they'll ship with it eventually. Yeah. And, um, so I, I, you know, who knows? I, yeah. I, I think I'm going to talk to Greg when I get to ACB to see if I can actually look at it with somebody there to describe and answer questions because I, I'm not sure I, as a blind person who's been blind since birth, that I currently fully understand and comprehend all of that it has to offer until I actually see it. And maybe we can get Greg on one of these shows. Well, we well. talked about it. He said he would. I already, even I called him, left a message. Okay. So we'll see how that now, goes. We didn't see everything. There was no way we could see everything. I think they had what a hundred and. Well Six, over a hundred, hundred and six, yeah, people there in the in the distribute in the uh, exhibitors room, so there was no way you could see everything, um, but we saw a lot of the more popular ones, and you know, I didn't see much from any of the little companies that showed up just to show off their wares for the first time. Sometimes that happens, but nothing, nothing major. Yeah. Just a few things that stood out this time around, but it was a pretty good CSUN. 
So, and of course, they you know it used to be years and years and years ago that everybody would target their releases around CSUN, uh, and that was a place to come see items for the first time. And it still can be to some extent, but now with social media and so forth, you can really promote your item anytime. You don't have to necessarily do so at CSUN, but the advantage in doing it that way is people get a chance to look at it yeah. right away. So I think it still holds some value. We are now at 18 minutes after the hour. We'll be here for 12 more minutes. Uh, Jeff, is that enough time to kind of give a brief overview of IAC, do you think? I, I think so, but I, I also did want to mention, you okay. know, that we've been, we've been dealing with Twitter a lot lately, or lack thereof, with, yes. uh, you know, clients. And I just wanted to mention to people, this is subject to change, and it could, could be that in the next 10 minutes it stops working. So take this advice for whatever it's worth. But uh, there was just released tonight, Spring version 5, which is a iOS Twitter client. And um, there, there was a release just, uh, I don't know, about a week or so ago of a version of Spring version 4 or something for, I don't remember the version number, but uh, he has got it working again with Twitter. So the game is on. He is uh, wow. <laughs> he's uh, he's playing the little game here yep. to uh, to keep ahead of of the API. But right now it is working. So if you uh, miss Twitter for whatever reason, and and there are reasons why you might want to still play in that space, then uh, if you if you do not have the Spring client, uh, well, then you really ought to get it. It it's definitely worth you know getting and supporting the developer. Um, whether you get the the free version, the mini, the light version, there, there's like, I don't know, four versions of the silly thing. Uh, you better spring into action and go get it. It's, uh, it, it's, it's really, really good and it's working well. So you can manage your lists and send tweets and favorite things and all those kind of great things. All the, you know, familiar customization and, and customability of, of that client uh, is working right now. So... Uh, and then Mona, which is, of course, the Mastodon client, is coming out, huh, no pun intended, but in the spring. <laughs> so I don't know. I think he did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's coming out. I suspect it's probably going to be coming out in April because we're almost near the end of March. So I think that's a good educated guess here. Uh, we're only two days away from april so two or three days away from april so i think we're going to see it then and uh if you like spring you're going to love mona that's m-o-n-a mike oscar november alpha and it it looks very 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 similar but is based on mastodon so if you uh are playing around in either of these places then then those are the apps to get right now, at least in my opinion. There are other free alternatives for Mastodon. But, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer in supporting developers who do the right thing as it relates to accessibility and inclusion. So let's all step up to the plate and make sure to support the developers who who choose to do the right thing because it is the right thing to do. So uh, I don't know that we have time to get into all of the IAC Probably stuff. Not, it's yeah. a little involved. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think two of us that are here on the panel tonight have to run away. Yes, 
we have a board meeting we have to uh, to attend, which is uh, you and uh, Brad. Me and Brad, yeah. yes. So yeah. I was th- you, you had me you had me going there for a second. I'm thinking, wait no, a minute, no, not you. Not Am you. I missing a board meeting? I forgot no, no, about. No, you're fine. No, 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 no. This, this is one that that you yeah. No, go enjoy your dinner, Larry. Yeah, well, I plan to. Yeah. I got and, a pack and, still. and pack for your uh, CCB trip. Yeah, I got a pack yeah. still, and I've got yep. stuff to do. Lots of stuff yep. to do. Yep. So, uh, so I'm going to duck away uh, okay. and run to my meeting, but right. um, we'll see everybody in April. I hope it will have be my eyes. I think that would be amazing. Um, and uh, and then we'll we'll give everybody updates. We'll give everybody everybody an update on on. Uh, well, we'll give everybody an update of what's happening in the Bishop household. Oh, the, there you go. Oh, sure. Good, good, so, good, good. Because there's, the there's, there's a little bit of change going on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. I should uh, mention very quickly that last Friday I was on the panel for Envision's workplace uh, discussion at the San Francisco Lighthouse. Now, I was there remotely, but they had Be My Eyes there. They had Ira. They had Envision. They had Good Maps with, with Mike. And we talked about employment. It was really interesting. And a lot of good questions were asked. It ran a couple hours. And I think it is downloadable from YouTube. If you go looking for Envision's YouTube, it's up there. I really enjoyed it a lot. I I had a good time being on the panel. And if you want to hear it, it is available to you uh, right now. Before we go too much further, Brad, if you're still here, thanks so much for being with us. We enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. And you, we can do it again sometime. Yeah, we will. And and this will allow you to leave whenever you think you need to leave because I know you've got to get to another meeting. And then we'll close it off here in a few moments as well. Excellent. So there go Jeff and, and Brad. And as, as Jeff said, next month um, we'll work on Be My Eyes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll take your questions and comments, etc. Lots of conventions coming up. CCB this week, Arizona coming up shortly as well that we'll be supporting as part of ACB Media. Where can people hear the uh, conventions usually? ACB Media 8 is generally the place where it lands first. If there are multiple conventions, then it could be ACB Media 9 as well. But generally, it's ACB Media 8. That is the case this weekend. Uh, and we'll be that starting Friday, right? Friday night at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, and then Saturday and Sunday. So it's a two-and-a-half-day convention. And it's it's both live and it's uh, It Zoom. is, yes, it is a hybrid. Tomorrow, so. It's hybrid, yes. So it'll also be on ACB Mediate. Most of it will be. Um, there are a couple things that aren't going to be, but, the, but 99% of it will be. So... Uh, I think we're close enough. I could probably uh, run the theme. Run the theme. I, let me let me do that. Is there anything else you want to mention before I? Uh... Oh, there are rumors going around that uh, we're that our our dinner tomorrow night is going to be live streamed. Is that correct? If it is, I, hear us eating? I, I don't know anything about it. Why did you oh, start okay. those rumors? Uh, just to, just to give somebody something to talk about. Okay. Okay. So tune in tomorrow night and see if you can hear us eating. Or maybe not. Okay. I think that's it. Thanks, Thanks so much, everybody. Sean. Thanks, yeah. Jeff. Thanks, Brad. 
Thank you to everybody who was with us. We like your questions. We thought they were great. And join us next month, near the end of April, for another Tech Talk. Thanks so much. Good no, night, everybody. You mean main menu, not Main Tech menu. Talk. I, I knew I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Good night, everybody.